Hello and welcome to Fight Picks with the Pros. My name is Garrett Marchosano and today we're going to review four fights on the upcoming UFC Fight Night featuring Darizio, Big Biggie Boy Rosenstrike versus Augusto Saki in the main event. Today I'm joined by former Ultimate Fighter Season 18 champ, Chris Holds It Down Holdsworth. What's up? Let's go. Introducing Fight Picks with the Pros. Brought to you by FanDuel. All right, first fight we have on here is Miguel Carmel Thunder Baiza coming in as a minus one twenty eight favorite versus Santiago. What is that? Gentaboy Ponziabio <laughs> Ponziabio coming in as a plus one hundred four dog. So this is an interesting fight. I know we've reviewed Miguel before. This guy has a ton of power coming over from MMA Masters. He's ten and zero, seven TKOs, one sub. And he's one of those guys, uh, I was telling you before, he kind of reminds me of Josh Emmett. He's the type of guy that when, when he lands, he's got, he's got kind of this God-given talent that pa- power goes through his bones. And he's got power in his left hand, power in his right hand, multiple punches, right hook, uh, overhand right. So what are your, what are your thoughts on, on Miguel and, and what do you think about him? Yeah, I remember watching him that last fight and I was really impressed by his power. And the dude, he's jacked too, right? Yeah. Like, he, like super ripped, like... Um, yeah, I was surprised. He, he had a lot of power. Um, and then he's 10-0, 7 TKO, so he's got a lot of finishes. And he can. I think he can finish anybody from anywhere. You know, he can finish you from standing, and if he gets you to the ground, he's got some TKOs, uh, some ground-and-pound stuff as well. Um, so we'll see how he fights and pairs up versus Santiago, another guy who looks like he's got way more experience yeah. uh, in the fighting out of American top team, which is you know a great camp with a ton of great fighters. So this is going to be interesting, you know, shoot to box, uh, or no, MMA Masters, sorry, yeah. MMA Masters versus uh, ATT. Yeah, no, it's it's big, and so he's great, of course, he's one of the biggest prospects in the UFC right now, he's flying up uh, up, up the rankings, 10-0, and 0. and so I, I like him a lot, he's always fun to watch, and you always got to be wary of those guys that with the undefeated record, right, uh, they, they, can, they can't be stopped, and what... The difference with them, they're they're on all time confidence. When they got there, yeah. they think they could take it out of anyone. And that can work in their favor, or it can work against them if he gets too uh, too gun happy and starts throwing too many punches. So on the other side, we got uh, Santiago, who's a great fighter, heavy hands, twenty seven and four, fifteen TKOs. I actually watched him out in Abu Dhabi uh, cage side and, and and watched him fight. He actually took one of his first TKO losses, which was hard to see because it was one of those where he got knocked out and didn't know he was knocked out and went. He, he, Right as the ref was on top of him, he ran over to Dana White and he said, "That wasn't real. That wasn't real." Why he was staggering, and I was I was right behind Dana, and it was kind of a hard thing to watch. It was like, "Whoa, buddy, you just got dropped." <laughs> Calm down. So he's got to watch watch the film. But he's a great fighter. He he throws heavy. He's fun to watch. He was also a big prospect uh, for for Dana White in, in the promotion. They they thought that he could possibly be the middleweight champ one day. He's got the record for second most knockdowns in in the welterweight division, welterweight champ, excuse me. So what it tells me is that it's a great matchup by Sean Shelby. I, I like this pairing. Santiago Ponsonibio. Okay, that's how you say his name. And I like it because you got, you got heavy hands on both sides. So it's like someone's getting knocked down or someone's getting knocked out. I don't think this fight is not going the distance. So, Chris, for you, at the end of the day, any thoughts on Santiago? I know you like that he's out of AT&T. And what's going to be your official prediction for this? Yeah, game? so reading some of these, uh, he was out for two years for a bacterial yeah. infection. And yep. if you don't know what a bacterial infection, it's usually a staph infection. 
Um, and yeah, I'm just coming off a staph infection myself, and I totally understand two years. So he must have had MRSA or his antibiotics weren't working or something. Because if you've had a you know bacterial infection for yeah, two years, that means it's reoccurring. Um, and you're seeing that more and more nowadays because these these bacterial infections are becoming more resistant to the antibiotics, and they're sticking around or re- they're coming back, and they can be a pain in your butt. So um, good to see him back after you know uh, pretty much a two year layoff. Yeah. After that, um, but yeah, he's got a well rounded 15 TKOs. He's got like five or six subs. So, you know, he can finish you with, with strikes or he can finish you on the ground. You know, I'm always a fan with guys who have, like, an even amount of yeah. finishes. Like, they're just not one-sided. You know, they can finish you in, anywhere the fight goes. So, I'm excited for this one. Um, if we are we doing our picks yet? Yeah, throwing your pick. I'll go go behind you. Um, I, I, I'm going to go with the Carmel Thunder. Uh, the 10-0, like we were just talking about. I was really impressed with his last fight. Um... And I just think, you know, the 10 no, he's got the confidence. He's got the power to finish Santiago. I think he, he's the younger fighter, so I got I got Carmel Thunder. Okay, you're going Carmel Thunder. I think he's going to finish Santiago, too. Maybe the second round. Second round yeah. finish. You know, I'm going to follow you on this one. I like Miguel, and I see Santiago, you know, he, he left himself open and, and got clipped by a big hook. And I don't know if it was cage rust or whatever you want to call it two years off he looked good in the fight he looked confident he landed some shots himself but he was a heavy favorite in that fight so for him to come in as a heavy favorite and get knocked out it just shows me something that something might have changed he's getting a little older maybe the confidence is shaking now to put him up to it with a young gunner who is starching everyone that's tough so i'm also going to go miguel carmel thunder i'm going to say that it's going to be by Third round TKO. Good call. All right, let's move on to the next fight. We have Loreno El Matador Staropoli. Don't look at me like that, Chris. Sounds Coming like a pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good pasta. Coming as a one plus 120 underdog versus Roman the Caucasian. Caucasian. Duliza. Okay, I phonetic that one out. Duliza. Coming as a minus 148 favorite. So this is an interesting fight. Uh, Roman's uh, a former champion. He's 8-1, four TKOs, three subs. There's, there's your even finish rate. And nice. what I noticed about this guy uh, coming in at middleweight, he's a big guy. So I watched film on both these guys. And Roman just, all of his opponents, he just it looks like he's so much bigger than them. So that shows me he's maybe he's cutting down from 205 uh, to get to that middleweight, and then he's putting on a bunch of weight. Um, so he's definitely going to have the size advantage. On the other side, we got Laureano. There we go, Laureano. <laughs> so, you know, he's 9-3, and three, five, 5 TKOs, 2 subs, 2 straight losses, you know, 1 to Tim Means. Um, so coming in against a guy who's a former champ in Roman, who did take a loss against uh, Trevin Giles, who's a great fighter in his own right, and that was just back in March. But I think he's going to get right back on the horse. I really like him. He's 3-1 in the UFC, took one, one loss. He's got a 5-inch reach advantage, former champ, ton of confidence. So, Chris, I, I know you can tell who I'm leaning with in this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you my fight pick right away. I'm going Roman by TKO. He's got heavy hands, and I, and I just I, I think he's going to be able to pull this one out. I'm, I'm going to say second round, he gets to finish by either KO or submission. Okay, I, I like that pick. Um, I'm going to go with uh, my pasta man, <laughs> Strapperoli. <or laughs> there you go. Is that how you pronounce it? 
Strip- star, it's star, Staropoli. Staropoli, Staropoli. Yeah, I'm going to go with the shootbox fighter, Staropoli. He's got the even finish rate, five TKOs, two subs. Not even, but, you know, he can... He can finish you both both areas. Five straight wins prior to the to the UFC two and two now. So yeah. I, I'm just pulling. I I, I like the name. Um, I'm going with Stralopoli. Pulling for the dog. Yeah, by decision. All right, all right. I like that. All right, let's move over to our next fight. We've got Walt the Big Ticket Harris coming as the plus one forty dog versus Marcin Tibera coming as a minus one seventy two favorite. Uh, so this is a heavyweight fight. These are big guys. Oh. We're both familiar. We're familiar with both these guys. Walt Harris, of course, he's the type of guy. You know, thirteen and nine, thirteen TKO wins. So Walt has this mentality that a few fighters in the UFC has. It's killer be killer. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going in there. I'm either going to knock you out, or I'm going to gas myself, and you're going to slowly take me out. Yeah. And that's what Walt Harris comes with. You see it time and time again. You know, maybe his camps just, hey, let's slow down your game a little bit. But maybe that's just uh, how he how he comes in. He's got that southpaw stance, and he he he's got losses on his record. But in that heavyweight division, he's always fighting the biggest guys: Overeem, uh, Volkov, and uh, the the list goes on. So that's an inter- interesting one. So staying on Walt Harris, what are your initial thoughts uh, of Walt and his kind of uh, MMA career? Yeah, honestly, you know, sad to say, the first thing that comes to mind was that whole thing with his daughter, yeah. you know, because that made all the news and, uh, you know, a lot more people were exposed to Walt Harris after that. It's sad yeah. the way they he was, you know, people learned about him, but um, that was huge news. Um, 13 and 9, like you said, 13 TKO, so all of his wins are by TKO. So he's definitely a finisher, um, but, you know, he's got nine losses on his record. He's almost a 50-50 fighter. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that that never looks good, but he's a finisher, and the UFC likes that. He's coming off two L's to Overeem and Volkov. Um, but Marsun is no joke. Marsun is no joke, man. Yeah. He's no joke. Um, but we can talk about him. Yeah, uh, jump over to him. You know, 21-6, and six, ATKO, six subs. There's your more even plate that you like. Four straight wins, and he's got a TKO over my guy, Greg Hardy, who I really wanted to see get that win because he was climbing up yeah. to a c- contender spot. But got to give it to Tyburn. He kind of weathered the storm of those big shots, really showed some cardio and, and got Greg gassed out. And, and Greg was looking to win that fight. He was looking good in that fight. So I got to give it to him. And he's 4-0 in 2020. So he stayed active, fought a lot, which means to me he's progressing, getting better, working with the coaches, racking up wins and racking up confidence. Yeah. So for Marcin Tybura, what do you think? He's got to have, you know, he's 8-5 in the UFC, but he's four straight. Off some confidence, just beat Greg Hardy, who everyone picked to beat him. Um, what, what, what are you thinking of his feelings coming in this fight? What do you think his strategy is going to be against Walt Harris? You know, of course, weather the storm. You yeah. know, Walt comes out hard, he comes out fast, and, you know, he can finish you. So do what you do, Mar- Marcin, and, and weather the storm like you did with Greg Hardy. And, you know, use your full MMA game. Like, you know, yeah. try to use your wrestling, pin him against the cage, out grapple him a little bit. Um, I think Marcin is going to win a decision on this one. Um, I, th- I think he's just – yeah, I'm, I'm just pulling for Marcin. I think the four straight wins, he's got a lot of confidence. He just came off probably his biggest win yeah. with Greg Hardy. Yeah. Um, so I don't think uh, Walt Harris is going to pose uh, many threats um, compared to you know some of the other guys he's fought. Yeah. Just because I'm going to pull the other way on this one, I'm going to go Walt Harris. I'm going to hope he comes out with that flurry. And Marcin, you know, six losses in his 27 fights. He is a hard guy to put away. 
So I'm going to say Walt comes out hot and he wins that first round, gets a win in the second round, starts fading a little bit, but survives and gets that split decision win. I'm going to go Walt Harris by decision. It's time for the main fight pick of the evening. Chill. All right. In the main event, we've got Jarezian, Biggie Boy, Rose Strike, coming in as a minus 122 favorite versus Augusto Sakai, coming as a plus 100 dog. So, Rose Strike, this guy was fun to watch. He still is, of course. He's 11 and 2, 10 TKOs. He reminds me of. Uh, Walt Harrison, the way that he comes out ready to take your head off. Yeah. And uh, he's one of those guys that has scary KO power at the end of his punches. You know, he lost to societal gain. Uh, you know, no shame in that. And he also had a vicious KO loss. He got sparked against Francis Nagano, which was a, a, one of the scariest knockouts i ever seen. Uh, but he has some big wins. Junior Dos Santos, Overeem, Arlovsky. I like him. He has a great striker game. Um he has a good base to where he, he keeps his hands high when he's striking and he, so when the big bombs are coming in, you know, he couldn't quite call it against uh, Francis Nagano. Those are some wild haymakers Francis was throwing, but his overall boxing game, his power, and what he brings to the table is definitely nothing to mess with. So he's, he's definitely a great fighter. Other side, we got Augusto Sakai, who's really climbing the ranks 15 and 2, 11 TKOs. He lost to Alistair Overeem, got KO'd last September, but he was really on the rise. He was on a four-fight win streak. He was on a big rise to really be a big contender in the heavyweight division. And so this is kind of his fight to get his momentum back up. And again, Sean Shelby, great fight here. I like these for both these guys. They're kind of in the same boat, need to get back on track, and they're both really talented. So, Chris, what's your opinion? Any of these fighters uh, jump out at you? Yeah, Jarzinho really stood out. Uh, I didn't know much about him, but when I first saw him fight, he hits really hard. He's got really good leg kicks. Um, as you can see on his record, 10 TKOs, so he can definitely finish you w yeah. with the power. And if you watch that Overeem fight, he was losing that whole fight and then won, like, last yeah. couple seconds, yeah. right, and split Overeem's uh, whole lip open. So oh, after that, uh, Jarzino, you know, got on the map, and then uh, I think he lost to Nagano after that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but you know we got we got Sakai who you know who's another finisher uh, you know eleven TKO he's fifteen and two so he's got what four more fights than um, than uh, Jorginho yeah and he's coming he, he's beating some good guys in that in that heavyweight division um, I think I'm gonna pull for Augusto on this one I, I think he's probably got the better all around MMA game coming from uh, looks like the the Ribeiro team mm -hmm. uh, you know it's gonna be some jujitsu and you know all that so. I only really seen like heavy bombs and leg kicks from Jarzinho. I haven't seen him open up too much, but he stays tight, like you said. He's got yeah. good defense. He kind of picks and chooses shots. Um, but I think Augusto is going to come out as the aggressor and try to you know come out hard and uh, you know take Jarzinho down. Yeah, no, I think that's a good analysis. I think Rosenstrike does. He likes to counter punch and does wait. So I can see Augusto bringing the pressure and kind of backing him up and controlling the fight, but. I'm going to say that Rosenstrike is going to bring those heavy leg kicks, heavy punches. Coming out of American Top Team, they know they need a win here. He's got heavy hands, and he's really going to take a step down in competition. He's been fighting these overreams, Junior Dos Santos and Francis Nagano, and all these just top, top, top five, top eight heavyweight guys. So I think in this fight, I think he's going to come out aggressive. He wants to make a statement out of his 11 wins, like you said, 10 TKO. So he's, he's known to put guys away. So I'm going to say Jarizio Rosenstrike, Biggie Boy Rosenstrike, by mm -hmm. KO. I'm going to say in the first round. First round yeah. TKO for Rosenstrike. 
I got Augusto by a submission third round. Ooh, by third round submission. Oh, okay. Four decision. No, are you sure? 11 TKOs, four no decisions. Submi- he's got no submissions on his record uh, either. Okay, you going for that? Are you sure? <laughs> um, I'll, no, actually, I'll switch that up. I'm yeah. going to go decision. Yeah, I think decision was a good call. Yeah. <laughs> you're going by decision. I'm going by first round TKO. Thanks for watching Fight Picks with the Pros. I'm Garrett. That's Chris. We'll see you next time. See ya. Hello, everyone. Bruce Buffer here. Thank you for watching the MMA Surge YouTube channel. We hope you enjoyed this video. Don't forget to subscribe and get notified when we upload next.